Hi, I'm Stevie Ray Causey. And I'm Gretchen S.B. And you're listening to Exceptionally Average Authors Explain It All. We're two exceptionally average authors. Talk about stuff. Stevie, we made it to season two! Yay! I wasn't even sure we would get all the way through season one. <laughs> that, that is very true. It was a bit hard at the end there, getting interviews and episodes together. I'm very proud of us for managing it. We did the adulty thing. But for those of you who have not listened to us before, my name is Gretchen, and I am on with the wonderful Stevie. And we're going to give a quick introduction about who we are and what we do for this podcast. And uh, then we're going to tell you what we've been up to in the last several months that we've been off the air. So I'm Gretchen. I am an independent author. I published my first book in October of 2013. It's been quite an interesting journey. I write urban fantasies and paranormal romances and contemporary romances, and I skip between those genres. I struggle to write just one thing at a time, but you know, it, it makes things more interesting. It definitely does. You learn a lot of things. I really like playing with different genres, even if I don't like quote unquote professionally write in them. And I've really enjoyed working with you over the past year and learning how to play with more than one genre at once. Like yeah. letting go of the fear that if I if I don't only focus on one thing, I'll never finish anything. You've joined the dark side. I have so many projects. So many. I think that's a sign of healing though. Healthy brains can do a lot of creativity. So I'm going to call it cool on that and say it's a win. As I'm tallying up my numbers, you were talking about like what you write and I'm like, oh no, I haven't thought about all the things I've done in a while. But uh, my name is Stevie Ray Causey. I write stories about magic misfits and villains you can fall in love with. I primarily work in young adult fantasy and fairy tale retellings. And I published my first book in 2016, July, actually. I just had a, I just had a book birthday, Gretchen. Fourth of Yay! July with my Aww. brand new baby, I hit publish. Like, Aww. yeah. So my book baby and my son are about the same age publishing wise, although not creation wise, because I wrote it in 2013 for Nano. But yeah, so and also, wow, five years. Huh, mm. Where'd the time go? Right. <laughs> and what have you been up to since we've been off the air? Too many things, as usual. I launched some new stuff. As one does, I, I took some side projects this year to kind of keep the lights on at Plot Bunny Publishing. 2020 and 2021 was really hard for creatives, and I'm so excited to have pushed through and learned the things I did. I wrote a short for an anthology that didn't end up getting accepted, and I decided to launch that solo on audio as well. It's done pretty good. Persephone Plus. And it was so well received that I ended up doing a continuation of that world for Kindle Vela, which is launching this week. I've also been producing an audiobook for my debut series, Amasai Rising, and we're finishing up the edits on the first audiobook. So that will go live in July alongside my Vela piece. Still plugging away on King's Prisoner ever, ever and ever, forever until the release in January of 2022. And I'm negotiating the return of rights for my Quarantined with a Beast. It's getting a rebrand. And I'm going to be releasing the cover for that in the next couple weeks. So I'm really excited. You've been doing a lot. 
in the last two or three months. <laughs> yeah, cries an author. <laughs> I'm loving it though. I am learning a lot about where my interests are, where my strengths are, what kinds of things I need to hire out for. I'm feeling a lot more confident in my brand. It's been really, really chaotic, but great process. Yeah, while we haven't been recording, Stevie and I have still been meeting regularly and doing writing sprints to keep ourselves accountable and on our goals. And that has been a very interesting process. I'm sure we'll mention it as episodes go on, but it also kept both of us pretty accountable. For instance, I wrote, I don't know where I was when we stopped recording, but I have written the first four Jazz Bond novels. I can't believe you did four of them. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I was there for all of it, but somehow I'm like, wait, we're at four already? Yeah, we're at four. Three have been published. The fourth one comes out next Monday, and the first two audiobooks have been done. The third audiobook is in production right now. I also have two stories on Kindle Vela. One is the story that you heard me talk about that involves werewolves and that kind of thing on a serialized website. I took it off that other serialized website and I'm now putting it on Kindle Vela, which we will talk more about Kindle Vela in its own episode later in this season. And I also have a cozy mystery going on Kindle Vela. So I've been working on those and the jazz bonds. And I've done a couple chapters in my current serialized story that I have on that serialized website. So I've been, I've been pretty busy. I've had to rewrite my schedule for what I'm going to get done this year to make sure that I can do everything. And that meant pushing back Anthony Holliton and all this other stuff. But I've been trucking away and I'm actually pretty impressed with how much I've got done. I've also managed, for those of you who are listening during season one, to get 134 items on my to-do list done. The to-do list is currently at 218 items, but that is beside the point. (laughs) I am more than halfway. So yay. You're never going to finish the list because you keep adding to it, but I think you should go back to season one and compare it to how many you started with and see how many you've crossed off and look at it that way instead of how many you are through the list. We started with 70. So you've done like 200% of your goals. Good job. (laughs) I mean, that's that's one way to look at it. Yeah, that is something we talk about during season one is my ever-changing list. And in our first season, in case you, you haven't listened to it or it's been a while, we covered all sorts of topics involved in getting those words done. So what it means to be an author, what average looks like. We talked about world building and character development, and we covered a lot of things in our first season. We did. We got to go through Stevie's process for world building, or not world building, for character development. They're kind of the same, like they're intertwined. One process is in the other. I can't keep my hands in one pot. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) We we covered a a lot in our first season. And we had some really cool interviews too. I really enjoyed talking with Tammy Mm -hmm. about her experience from like, she started in a much earlier stage than I did in the indie world. Yeah, both she and Jessica did. And both of them, we had interviews on, you know, what it looks like to be an author in this interesting climate we find ourselves in. It's what changed it's, so much in the past year too. Yeah, it has. Again, like, And Jessica talked about what it was like back when she started in, I believe it was 2011. 
they're really like solid fact-filled interviews. And what's interesting and cool, if you enjoyed those interviews, you're going to love season two because they are both coming back because there are more topics we're covering in season two that involve their expertise. I'm sure that they have a lot of wisdom that they would not have, you know, COVID changed everything for us. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at re-entry. I'm so excited to hear how that process is changing things for creatives. Like what things do we take with us from this time and what things do we leave behind? How does it change? Yeah. For the the whole process, um, especially for, from the, I call them our long timers. They, I don't know if they'll love that, (laughs) (laughs) but in, in my head, when I think of our group, I think of, you know, there's our long timers. What, what qualifies as long timers, Stevie? What's the cutoff? I'm not sure, but you and I are roughly the same age. And so I just think maybe, I don't know. Tammy and I published I, within I a month or two of each other. pretty early too, didn't you though? Were you, I'm thinking people who were on Amazon. This is, gosh, I'm going to date all of us. People who were on Amazon when Amazon was only books. Uh, Tammy and I published our first books, I think within a, like one or two months of each other. Oh, so great. You get to be a long timer too. It's just me and Dave. (laughs) I want to be in the cool kids club. I'm going to be a Bella long timer. You're you're only stoked. I I pushed hard on that purely for FOMO. Like you're only two years behind us. And even in the publishing world, that is a huge difference. Because from 2013 to 2015 was huge. 15 to 17 was huge. 17 to today is huge. I mean, it, Every few years, everything gets now. It's shifting in audio. Audio has gone higher than it's ever been in the last two years. Yeah, Yeah. and it just continues to have burst after burst. I'm like, someday I will be a long timer. In season two, we're going to be discussing what you do once you have the words. So we're going to cover things from editing and covers and blurbs and what a launching looks like. We're going to dip our toes into marketing because marketing is a huge, huge thing and it can't be covered in just three episodes. So we're going to dip into it. We're also going to talk about different ways you can publish similar to Kindle Vela, which is why it's going to have its own episode because it's brand spanking new. It's a new way to deliver your stories to people. And we want to show you all of the options you have available to you when it comes to independently publishing. And we by far do not have every knowledge of every method, but we want to tell you about the ones that we know for sure. We'll have some informative interviews, like what editors are looking for and what the editing process looks like as an independent author. What you have to look for when you're looking for a cover, because just because you think it's pretty doesn't mean it'll do what you need your cover to do. And so many people base it off of trad covers and traditional publishing can get away with things that we cannot because money. Mm hmm. And what it means doing a series versus doing a one-off and world building in that sense. So we're going to cover a whole bunch in this new season. We are also setting up this season differently than season one. We are going to have a few less episodes and our episodes are going to be shorter. And our book recommendations are going to be a episode book spotlight. So there will only be one each episode And anytime we have an interview, that interview is going to be most of the episode. So you'll hear a lot less from us on those episodes. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how how we fare 
doing things differently. I think it's going to be a lot more sustainable because especially as everyone's reintegrating, we don't necessarily have 45 minutes, you know, to sit through the writing process and process all of the social stuff that our brains are going to be taking on as we go back to quote unquote new normals. Yeah, that is very true. It's going to make it a lot more accessible. Yeah, you will get to listen to us going back into the new normal because we will probably still be recording episodes once I'm going back into the office and once Stevie goes into homeschooling and kids going back to school in person. So you'll definitely get a more realistic view of what it is to juggle an author life along with all your real life responsibilities more so than earlier when we were just dealing with, you know, the pandemic and all the problems that caused. Just, de- just dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> Live for the first time ever. How creatives reintegrate after a worldwide disaster. <laughs> In 20 minute bite sized episodes every other week. Join us on your preferred podcast platform. So Stevie, other than our magnificent podcast with all its wonderful subject matter, what else? Do readers have to look forward to and, you know, post pandemic for our new season? What is your plan to be working on for for season two in your author career? Oh, man. In my author career in season two. I don't know. <laughs> like, so I'm actually really excited to work in serialized fiction for the first time. I think that as you and I have worked together, we've noticed that I do a lot better in smaller chunks with interaction and feedback in between and being able to talk to readers is something that I've really missed through the pandemic. So I'm going to be focusing a lot on aspects that allow me to be more social with my readers across season two with my serialized fiction, finishing the Weaver Sun. I would like to get the whole trilogy up before we're done with season two. And that's, you know, King's Prisoner and then one more. That is ambitious, friend. Yeah, it is ambitious. I'm kind of focusing on those two things. I'm flexible on it. You know, season two seems like it's going to be really long because this is our first episode. And whenever I I start a new thing at the beginning, I feel like it's going to be forever. But realistically on my list, actually, I, I have one that I wrote that was less starry eyed than I seem to be today. <laughs> I also have the production of two more audiobooks. I'm going to do my whole first series on audio. Ring of Fire has been on audio for a couple of years. It's done really well this year. And so it just makes sense to do the follow-up trilogy. I found a really great voice actress for it. And I'm having a great time working with her. So I'm having all of that done. And then then I'm thinking of putting The Weaver Sun on audio too. But in order to get that, I need to have all three of them written. So I think that's part of why I want to get it done is so I can launch straight into more audios cuz I'm really enjoying working with this with this person. That's great. Like yeah. having a, a narrator you like is really important. It is. And I can't even remember how long we'll be recording for this season, but as I'm looking at my my production hopes, I have it planned out through next August to have those things done. That's a solid plan. Yeah. So over the next like 13 months, write two books. Look at you planning so yeah, far in advance. Yeah, I I really struggled with planning. I know you and I have sat down at a lot of 
cons and stuff and worked on it piece by piece. And that repetition has really helped so that now that I have enough of a backlog to have multiple balls in the air that I'm juggling, it streamlines it really well. So if it goes as planned, if I don't burn myself out too many times, I have a little bit, I have a little bit of a a cushion in there because we know me then I think it'll end up working really well and by the end you know by the end of August next year I should be pretty secure I guess is the word I'm looking for in in the field that's my hope and for me secure just means like it's paying for itself and probably pays a couple other bills yeah it's going to be interesting to come back at the end of season two and see how far you get with these right join me as I cry into the void (laughs) (laughs) what about you what are you accomplishing in the next year Uh, I am hoping (laughs) I'm hoping to finish jazz I have the last four books to write and then they are novellas so they're not full-length books and to get the audios out because I too love my audio narrator slash producer he is fan-freaking-tastic so I, I look forward to continuing to work with him on the the last six that he has to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also hoping to finish both of the books I have on Kindle Vella and to wrap up the other book that I have on the other serialized website because that book is already at like 95,000 words. Mm-hmm. And I have, I believe, like 30 chapters left and they're, they're about 1,000 to 1,500 word chapters. So if Mm -hmm. I can get all that done by spring of next year, I'm going to be pretty happy. And then I'm going to concentrate. It's cute how I was like, here's these things. And you're like, that's so much. And then you name double that. I mean, it doesn't feel like it to me because Lone Wolf is already at 60,000 words. And I think it's going to be close to 100. Uh, Each of the Jazz Bond books are about 18,000 words. So Uh I'm writing four of those. And then The Witchy Inheritance, I don't know how long that's going to be. I believe I have another 30 or 40 chapters at, you know, about a thousand. And then the the writing cozy, where there are char- there's a character, spoiler alert, based on Stevie and the writing cozy on Vela. So and- excited, you guys. I've been waiting for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh- talked about it for so long. I'm putting it up. There's a character based on Stevie and there's a character based on Tammy. And there's a character. There's my immortality. So if you happen to read Fairweather Writers for my my Vela, which we will have a link to on our Vela episode, you'll have to tell us if you know which which character is based on Stevie. You're gonna know. It's not even gonna be it's not even gonna be (laughs) anyone who's listened to three episodes or more will be like, boom, it's that one. (laughs) It's that one. So if I get all of that in a timely manner. I want to concentrate on Holliton and get him wrapped up because he has two books left. I just need to sit down and write them. And then a couple books in my Lantern Lake series. That's my goal for the next like year, year and a half is to get all of those. We will see how far I get. By I have a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. What are your like self-care fail saves as you're working through that to make sure that you're not like working to your own detriment. I appreciate that you think I factor in my own self-care. <laughs> I don't think you do. That's why I'm asking you the question. What our listeners don't know is during the break, I also started MBA program. 
So I'm taking classes at the same time. I'm thinking I'm going to get all this done. Welcome to Unrealistic Expectations <laughs> with it's Gretchen. Like, it's like it's like my title. I know I could have my own show on on my own expectations, but I I really I see it as like a Sally Sally Jesse Raphael for some reason <laughs> with the red rimmed glasses. Yeah, hey, I have red rimmed glasses, <laughs> but that's what she had. They were red rimmed. I know, and I loved them. Ultimately, I need to get the Jazz series finished this year. Okay. And if I can finish one of the serialized stories in the next okay. year, I will I will be okay with that. Uh, if I can't make and all And then you have of- lots of other opportunities should you have the yeah, ability. I have but- more opportunities to fail should I decide to pursue them. <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen, no! I'm going to get a spray bottle for cons and just be like, Gretchen, no! They'll be like, so refreshing. I know, right? And I'll be like, ugh, you're just like a cat. <laughs> well, I think that that wraps up our episode. You can see we we have some interesting stuff coming up for you. And that brings us to our book spotlight for this episode. Stevie, what lovely title would you like to tell our lovely listeners about? This episode i have the secret life of addie larue and it is beautiful and poetic and tragic and amazing it's the invisible life of addie larue by v.e schwab and it's about a girl who grows up in france during a time where you know girls are meant to get married and have families in the 1700s And she is an artist and she wants to explore the world. And her family is, you know, Catholic time area. And she makes friends with the like village, the weird old lady, you know, mentor and is told about, you know, the old gods. And she gives sacrifices of like her art and stuff to them day after day, hoping not to have to get married and to be able to go like to the city with her dad and see things. And she was warned not to pray to the gods that answer after dark, but she ends up in this arranged marriage and the sun is setting and she runs off. She tries one more time, but it's too late. The sun is set. She ends up making a bad deal with like a dark fae that she never wants to be owned and that she'll give up her soul when she's done with it. But the twist is in never being owned, she's never known. So no one remembers her once they leave a room. So she tries to go home and they don't know her and anyone she encounters her she encounters like it opens up to her having stayed the night with someone and he doesn't remember her the next morning but it's fine because they drink a lot right and they talk but again the second that he leaves the room if he were to come back he would not remember her and she's just living her life for like 300 years and trying to make her mark on the world through inspiring artists and i'm not all the way through it yet but she's about to be remembered by someone and um, it's good for lots of feels that sounds really like very very dark but also very interesting oh her perspective on life having lived so long and having done so many things and the different like ways that you see that she's still touched the world because she'll go to museums and see things that she had inspired in people by seeing them over and over until they remembered the the art she was trying to make and they got credit for it and it's ugh. I'm loving it. It's so sad. I can only take it in small doses. I tried binge reading it the first day and like had a headache from the emotional like can't, can't. It's too much loving somebody. (laughs) Anyway, great character. I'm really vibing with it. It's definitely not for people who prefer more action packed stuff. But if you like flowery language and things that like were 
where lit fic really blends well with genre fiction, it's superb. Awesome. Well, I think that does us for our opening episode to season two. Yay! Come say hi to us. Tell us you missed us. We missed you. Yeah, reach out to us on social media. We're very excited about season two. And until next time, happy reading, guys. Bye!